Listening Dog Media. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He's one of England's most capped international players. Seaman is the man here. He's one of the world's most decorated goalkeepers. And it's somehow kept out by Seaman. That is a fantastic save. This is Seaman Says with David Seaman. Seaman, what a magnificent save. Here. Breathtaking. Like never before. Welcome back to Seaman Says with me, David Seaman, and Lindsay Hooper. And what a weekend it's been of football. Not too much celebrations going on from this end, but Lindsay, I think you might have been celebrating quite a lot. I was happy. I mean, one goal, uh, Daniel Pedence against Adam Saints. Yeah. Um, we'll take that. We needed a win on the board desperately. Scuffed shot. <laughs> but the reason why I'm not ecstatic, David, is our brand new striker got an ACL injury, which oh, I feel cursed I in, in that front position. And now we're being linked with Diego Costa for a potential uh, loan move until the end of the season. Yeah. So he's apparently flying in on Tuesday. Yeah, what, what did they say? It was, it was on trial. Trial, yeah. <laughs> I've not heard that for ages. Yeah, they said on the radio, says, no, Diego Costa's flying in and he's going on trial. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to put him in against the youth team or something like that and see if he's still got it. <laughs> I guess they want to know how mobile he's But did you is. notice... Yeah, exactly. But did you notice? How, did you notice? Lizal went to you first. Oh, I know. You've avoided Callum Just stop completely. Callum gloating straight away. I saw a little smirk on your face, Cal. Callum wanted to record this last night. I oh, know he was ready, was wasn't he? The ref had only just finished blowing the whistle, and he was on there, weren't he? Let's do it now. <laughs> yeah, but that, that, the strikes for Wolves. It's 
uh, just feel for him because it's his debut is and what was it 50 million or 40 million and then mm. he does that in his first game you know in the first half and oh, it's terrible and um you know it's that's a that's a long way back it's a long time out as well but um hopefully he'll have a speedy recovery and and, and show the Premier League what he can do, and especially for Wolves. You never know if the trial goes well. It could all be a blessing in disguise. Diego Costa's <laughs> played in the Premier League before. <laughs> he loves to terrorise yeah. defences. So, yeah, yeah. How do you feel about Diego Costa, Linz? What's your thoughts? I'd rather be, have him on our team than go up against him on someone else's, is how I feel. Um, he plays right on that edge. Now, it does get other teams' backs up. Um but then I think we need someone who can be a bit like that at the moment. I don't think when it comes to that final final passage of play, I don't think we've got someone who's being stamping their authority enough at the moment. And I think that's what Jimenez used to do. I would imagine that he'll be he'll be one of those guys that obviously with his age and everything, he'll be concentrating his movement in and around the box, you know, rather than trying to affect it from outside. That for me is ideal for Wolves. You know, because they've they've been getting the balls into the box. It's just that there's been you know there's been nobody in there. Um, but I remember I think it was John Terry was saying about Diego Costa when he first went to Chelsea. He said he got them all in a huddle on the on, on the training pitch and said to them, "Guys, I may get sent off a few times." <laughs> he said, "I may get yellow cards." He said, "But I will score goals." <laughs> and he said that they all just they all just applauded him and they thought he was brilliant. <laughs> so he, his, he his knew exactly what sort of isn't actually that bad. You know, but like you said, though he's, he, he's in he's got, there and he's, he's always got, upsetting players. He's upsetting defenders. Yeah, he's got a lot of yellows to his name, but not as many reds as I think you might expect. He knows how to toe yeah. the line just. Yeah, he, kn- he knows what he's doing. He knows how to get... Or he's lucky. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he knows He knows what he's doing and he's got the experience. On to how Man United Arsenal, though, because we have... Uh, I'm Callum, I'm going to cut you short there. I mean, he's 33, yeah. Um, we've digressed enough. We've got to get on to this. Man United Arsenal. Martinelli's oh, goal no. being ruled out. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Um, I can't say that it wasn't a foul, but... This season, we've seen in the Premier League that the referees have been letting a lot go. And I, and I saw an interview with the Odegaard on Sky, and he said when he, he when he made the tattle, the referee said, play on. You know, so I don't know where VAR get involved in it, you know, because it's supposed to be clear and obvious. It wasn't clear and obvious, I didn't think. You know, okay, there was a bit of a, a coming together of bodies. It didn't quite get the ball, but even if you look at it, you see Ericsson's foot come it comes out behind the ball to try and protect it. And that's what Odegaard hits along with a bit of his upper half as well. But, um, you know, and Odegaard, he summed it up quite well when he said um, it was soft, which I thought it was a soft decision, but they can go either way. You know, I can't say it definitely wasn't a foul. I don't know what you think. Well, I was going to ask Callum, had that been United, would you have been happy? I think it was one of them uh, decisions where whichever way it went, the other team wouldn't have been happy because it was was so... I'll be honest, when I first watched it, I thought, it's a foul. But then when you see the replays, I didn't think it was. And then you saw certain angles of the replays and it it looked more like a foul than it did originally. So I think it's one of them that either way, people would have been annoyed. 
I think the annoying thing is also is like if that hadn't been a goal, so if he'd done that, played on for another couple of minutes, and it was just in the middle of the park, I don't think it would have been called back for a free kick or mm. a goal. You know, yeah. So it's it's only mm. because it's a goal that it gets pulled back. I feel, which is the kind of the wrong reason to do it. <clears throat> totally. Yeah, I know what you mean. But that's VAR. VAR have not had a good weekend, but we'll we'll get into that a bit later on when we when we look at the West Ham goal. By the way, that was Mm, a shocker. But anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I suppose the crucial point with with the timing of that goal that wasn't is that Man United had been on top anyway. And I think Mm. we could concede that they they were the better team up to that point. I think both teams had their moments, their spells in the game. Um, What seemed really different, Callum, from this United side was that there was one clinical finishing and the impact that Anthony had on the side. It felt like this new player coming in who knew nothing about the history of recent seasons and trying to get this team out of the the doldrums. he, He was just fresh and I think that's what they needed. Both clubs had different stages of the game where they were on top. But when you look at it, Man United were, were much more clinical. We had a few half chances. The hair didn't make that many saves. Aaron had a couple. He had a bit of a, a miscontrol or a bad pass and then made a, a, a really good save after that. But, um, you know, when I, when I looked at it, I thought, I thought, oh no, that's, that looks, that sounds like a, a good beating, but it, it, it wasn't, you know, I, I felt that the scoreline flattered Man United a little bit. Um, but, you know, it's still, we're still top of the league. You know, that's the only positive you can take out of it is that the performance was good. It's just the the clinical side of it, you know, being more direct, you know, getting balls into the box. Um, Have you seen that clip, David, of Ramsdale to to go for the Anthony shot? Everyone's saying that he, th- he thought he was right-footed because he went to the right side and Anthony <laughs> took it away with his left. Have you seen that? Sometimes you don't know who's actually eating the ball, you know, because you don't... You don't get that much time to to look up. You're more always focusing on the ball and then the body shape of the player. And you know when he when it comes across, you know he, he goes with his his left foot and Aaron goes to his left a little bit. I wish he'd have stood up a little bit longer. But you know it's a one v one, and sometimes you have, there becomes a stage where you have to make a decision because if you just stand up straight, they'll pass it down either side easily. So he, he made his decision and went left and. You know, it, it looked it looked an easy finish, but it was still a great finish. You know, it's mm. um, even if he guesses the right way, there's no there's no you know it's not hundred percent chance that he's gonna he's gonna save it. But um, he'll look at that and think, you know, could I stay up standing up a little bit longer just to try and make it a bit more difficult? But um, overall, it was it was a disappointing uh, result, but it was Man United away. You know, and they're on form. You know, there's no doubt. You know, after the the way they played against Brentford. To then go on the on on the run that they're on, they are getting better and better, and then that confidence will come back. You know, you can see it's already there. You know, even Rashford scored two goals. You know, the, his first goal was a a deflection. If he doesn't get the deflection, Aaron saves it with his foot. There's a little deflection. I think it was off Ben White, um, and then his his, his second goal was it was a tapping. You know, so you know Rashford getting on the mark is brilliant for Man United, but. Um, the result was disappointing, but the performance was good. That was Rashford's first goal against Arsenal since his debut. Was it really? Yeah. So he's uh, he's not very prolific against them. This could be a little bit of a stretch here, but it seemed like it was a good weekend for Anthony's or, or, or Tony's. <laughs> so you've oh, got, no. <laughs> you've got, you've got Man United, oh, no. Anthony, scoring. You've got yeah. Gordon, Anthony from Everton. 
You've got Ivan Tony and you've got Antonio all finding the back of the net this weekend. Yeah. I, I, by the way, <laughs> bit I, of a tenuous one. <laughs> yeah, Ivan Tony's hat trick was pretty special. You know, I yeah. saw his um, I saw his free kick, and that was like, phew, you ain't you ain't stopping them. Even even if you guess the right side and you go, you go there. That was like that was top bins as they call it. So um, yeah, yeah, it was. There was some there was some good results. Obviously, Leeds got beat five. You know, which you know is 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 the old Leeds. As much as everybody loves to watch Leeds, for me, it's for the wrong reasons because they know that there's going to be a lot of goals. I felt like at the beginning of the well, so we are at the beginning of the season, but the first few games, I thought they'd really tightened that up. They looked quite hard to beat, and now all of a sudden, it's just unraveling a little bit. A little bit, yeah, you know. And then you know, with Jesse Marsh doing what he does on the bench, I'm like, whoa, just calm down. And then he goes on about discipline and things like that, and I'm thinking, like, hang on a minute, you <laughs> lead by example. <laughs> You yeah, got sent uh, off, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it was, um, you know, that that did it did make me laugh a bit. But um, going into mm. the Arsenal game, everyone was talking about how this was the first real test for Arsenal. So I just wondered what you thought about the top four ambitions and whether being top of the table at the moment is reflective of the start in terms of fixtures that you had. Or whether you just think, you know, actually there was enough mm-hmm. performance in there that on another day it could have gone Arsenal's way and there shouldn't be too much taken from it. No, I think we can take a lot of positives from from the the start of the season, Linz, because last season we, we could have got beaten a few of the games that we've played and we've actually won. Um, yeah, then the test, the big test comes when people start looking at, you know, how they're going to play against teams in the top four or top six. Um this was the first one, and I thought that, like I said, the, the performance was good. The result wasn't the right result, um, you know. So I think we can still take a lot of confidence from that. Um, but it, you know, we we will have to wait and see because there's a lot more big teams coming, and you know, it's going to be it's going to be a test. But for me, I'm not I'm not afraid anymore. You know, sometimes I was thinking like, whoa, we could get done three or four here, but I don't feel like that now. I feel like that we've got. We've got a lot of confidence in that team. I think the balance is getting right now with with experience and young players. And yeah, I'm 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 really confident and excited about it. What do you think of the defence? Because they looked a bit leaky yesterday. Yeah, the the defence did look a little bit. They were open um, and they were holding a high, really high line. Sometimes you know, like trying to play. I don't know whether they're trying to play offside or whether they're trying to press. But at some stage, you've got to. You can't all, like, I, I think it was the second or third goal. It may be the third goal when Ericsson went through. You know, like, all the defenders were on one side, and I think it was Xhaka was trying to play offside or, or whatever. But it wasn't, you know, the the balance wasn't there. That was surprising, um, you know, and especially with the really high line when there wasn't a great deal of pressure on the ball. That was a little bit worrying, but it was late in the game. I can understand that, you know, you're trying to press for an equaliser. You're always suspect to the uh, to the counter attack, and um, hopefully that's that's what it was. Xhaka ended up a lot higher up because of Zinchenko coming into a midfield role. It's trying to it's trying to account for trying to have Tierney and Zinchenko in the same starting lineup, and I'm not sure whether that's going to work. I don't know whether that was one of the things that you you thought. Yeah, I, I did. I looked at that, but then I thought, well, you know, with Tierney, I still think he's a proper out and out left back. With Zinchenko, I still feel that he's he's a real threat. But then, like you said, does he fit in as a holder? You know, like you said, with Jack moving, I'd rather have Zinchenko going forward than I would 
Jacker, because for me, Jacker's more of a holding midfield player. We're talking the same thing with your part, parties out again for quite a while, you know, with the thigh strain. Um, you've got to get the balance right. You know, and I think for me, Jack has got to be the guy that's going to be the holding midfield player rather than playing high. You know, maybe that he wasn't supposed to do that, but, you know, for me, he has got to be the holding midfield player. How do you expect Liverpool fans are feeling after the Merseyside derby? Because that nil-nil draw, you add it to the other draws at the beginning of the season, defeat to Man United. The defeat to Man United yeah. may, maybe doesn't look as bad now, but they're certainly... They've certainly got ground to make up already. Yeah, they, they have, and and I think that, that I think there'll be more Liverpool fans will be more frustrated than anything, you know, because when you watch the game, you you see how many how many saves Jordan Pickford made. You know, it was almost like a one man show at times. He was wow. he was blocking everything and getting in the way of everything, and they weren't like amazing saves. There were there were good saves, you know, all around his body, but he was in the right. It's I call it great positioning, you know, because he, he he had made the saves. Not look easy, but he made them. He made the saves easily, um, and you know. So that's why I think Liverpool fans will be more frustrated. But even then, Allison had a couple of saves to make as well, you know. So and, and it was a, it was a great game, you know. But it was um, it was another draw for Liverpool, and that's not what they're looking for. But like you said, with 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 City drawing as well, that made I think that made it a little bit more easier to to take. But um, yeah, it was uh, it was a, a fantastic performance by by Pickford. Um, you know, and Liverpool will, they will, they'll be frustrated, but they, I, you know, I'm, I'm not, not even looking at the lead to see where, to see where Liverpool are, because I know that by Christmas, they'll be up near the top again. Just for kicks, I'll tell you the seventh at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Just for your pleasure, Carl. <laughs> even Frankie looked at the, she looked at the, at the lead earlier on and she went, oh no, Liverpool are having a stinker. <laughs> <laughs> no one could have expected a Villa draw in a, with City, though, could they? No, I was surprised with Villa because you know they were a team playing without the, what seemed like not, not a lot of confidence, but they they certainly brought it back, you know, and they put in it, and especially in the second half, you know, they they took control of the game. But watching Haaland is just for me, it's brilliant to watch and. If you're a striker, you have got to watch the work that he puts in. It doesn't get many touches of the ball, as we all know, but a lot of his touches are in the box. But watch his runs and the way that he makes his runs. He'll be involved in the play up, you know, and then it, uh, in and around the box and he'll lay it off. And it's not like he spins and makes his run straight away. He waits. He waits for the timing and the right timing to get into that box and... Every single time the ball goes in, you know, you, you almost expect him to be in there to, to score. But his, his runs are brilliant and his finishing, it just makes it look so easy. You know, even his finish against Filler wasn't easy. You know, he, he, he saw and read that it was going to go over Martinez and it was a really tight angle. I know he made it look really easy, but you, if you watch where the ball, the ball goes in, it's really tight to the post. It was a classic Haaland finish, a little, a little tapping inside the box and, uh, He's going to be scoring a lot of goals. Classic De Bruyne pass. Exactly. You know, like perfect weight on the pass over the goalie and a little tap in. But uh... There's some pretty amazing stats on Haaland at the moment. And I know Match of the Day highlighted um, the, certainly the hat-tricks, the most goals in the first six appearances. Uh, he's equaled with Mickey Quinn. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, he scored a hat-trick past me, I think. Oh, did he? <laughs> 
<laughs> let's not talk. Let's move on quickly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's no footage of that, though. The, the... <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Give me half an hour. I'll find it. <laughs> <laughs> but the um, the fewest games to score two Premier League hat tricks, which is incredible. The rest of the list. So you've got uh, Fernando Torres, Tony Yaboa. They're on 25. You've got Denver Bar on 21. And then you've got Erling Haaland on five. Yeah. Gotten from 21 to five. That's like a, a superhero. <laughs> I mean, he kind of looks like one. You know, he looks a bit yeah. like Thor. He's got the... <laughs> I know. it's, it's not it, human <laughs> I know and everybody that I speak to they're like oh my god he's he's a right unit and he is he's six foot four you know so he's he's a proper unit that's that's mobile and quick and he's the sort of player that you want to see up close he's the sort of player that I think people would buy a ticket now just so that you get to see him in action yeah totally you know he, he's going into like the oh he's really early on and it's a his statement but he's going into that sort of bracket of Messi and Ronaldo where people want to go and actually watch him he's getting that sort of praise and deservedly so you know because he's he's, he's done it at Dortmund and now people are like well let's see what he's like you know and he's set off so good but you ask all the ex-pros that are watching him and everything and it's in, and they'll say it's not just his finishing it's the runs that he makes they're just they are incredible the timing of them and he makes it look easy and the space that he gets himself into in the box it's brilliant and what is he 22 yeah mm, is anyone yeah. gonna get better you know it's and his attitude as well it's it's kind of that as well that separates him from like your Mbappe's and don't get me wrong he's a mm. great player as well he really is a good player but the his attitude and the fact that certainly for us mm. he's chosen to come to the Premier League I think that's going to be a massive separation. You know, if he can keep that up, if both players continue on that trajectory, you know, in the next four or five years, that's going to separate him from the likes of that type of player and put him into more of that legendary category with the Ronaldos and the, and the Messis. Yeah, there's there's no tougher league. You know, I know, you know, the the France league is, it, it's nowhere near as hard as the Premier League. Let's, let's be truthful about it. You know, so until Mbappé... It's not called the Farmers League for no reason. <laughs> you said that. <laughs> I said it. That's fine. <laughs> I know, but like, that's what I mean, though. It's like so. Like people will now start saying to Mbappe, "Well, you know, like go and do it somewhere else because that seems really easy for PSG." You know, until he until he starts, like maybe comes to the Premier League. Um, you know, then then they'll start making the, you know a real comparison. But um, Haaland's doing it here now in the best league in the world. And he's just setting it on fire. And absolutely going back to what you said about um Harlan's attitude and things, you know, I saw I saw Tyrone Means trying to wind him up a little bit, like pulling his ponytail and stuff like that. And he, he didn't like proper react, he just like shoved his hand off. And then there was a little bit afterwards where they had a little scuffle and Harlan he didn't even bother squaring up to him. He just like looked and then just ran off. You know, like just totally disrespected him. I just, you know, and that's that's what you want to see because pe- people are going to try all sorts of different things to upset him. You know, and they'll see that and they'll be thinking, oh, he doesn't even bite back, <laughs> which is going to wind Mings up even more. You know, exactly. <laughs> oh, exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, that didn't work. Now, what am I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. 
Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. David Seaman and Lindsay Hooper. This is Seaman Says. What does that draw do for Aston Villa? What does it do for Stephen Gerrard? It gives them great confidence, no doubt. Um, you know, and it gives them belief that they can, that they can, mix it with the best. You know, they they won't always get results like that against the top six. Um, but it gives it gives them belief and it's set it's now set a standard of of where they need to get to, you know, because they've not been up to that standard. But then all of a sudden they put in a game like that. You know, you look at Man United when they played Liverpool. No one was expecting that performance from Man United, but they put it on for that game. Now Villa have done the same against Man City. They need to carry it on. Man United have carried it on, but um, but we'll wait and see on uh, on Villa. See whether they can keep keep to them standards. And now they know what standards they can they can reach. So, but for me, that was a that was a real boost for for Villa's confidence. Should they have won that game? <sighs> Should they have won it? Um, as soon as the referee blows his whistle, that's it. You you can see that, that Man City stop. Even Edison doesn't really try to 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 block the ball. You know when it when it gets a little deflection. Hmm. I don't know. But the thing that we've been told about offsides is that the the linesmen were a hundred percent certain, and I don't see how you could be a hundred percent in that situation to raise the flag. So it's probably more grievous with them, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's more grievous with the with the linesmen because as soon as they put it up, the ref saw it, and obviously they've got they've got communication as well. So you know, I can't really say that Villa could have won it because. No, that once the referee blows the whistle, that's it, it's, it's done. The Man City players just shut off. Mm. But you'd be right to feel aggrieved by mm. it, considering it yeah. wasn't. He shouldn't have blown the whistle, yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah, well, it, the, the linesman shouldn't have put the flag up. That's that's the thing. Yeah. You know, and it's... Um, then it could have know, gone to the AR or whatever. Yeah. But, but then Man City players wouldn't have stopped. There's all sorts of different connotations to it, you know, because they definitely stopped. There's no doubt about it. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's been it's not it's not been a good weekend for for referees and and VAR. It just does my head in that we are disallowing goals for like millimeters offside. I was at Brighton against Leicester, and that McAllister goal that got yeah. ruled out, which oh it feels so bad on him to have that, that short off. Oh my gosh! Yeah, uh, and no. then he then he hits that free kick. Oh, yeah, you know. So it was pleasing for him that he got that, but. You know it, the strike was amazing. You know, and I and I keep going on about offside. You know, they, they need to do it totally the other way, where if they're really offside, you know, and I know it will only be millimeters either way again, but the whole body's going to be offside, not just his toenail or one of his studs or something. You know, like you can accept it when a, a player's gone 
fully over the line and there's daylight between him and the defender. But just at the moment for me, it's it's so frustrating that we're disallowing goals for millimetres when you're supposed to be giving the benefit of the doubt to the strikers. There's two things that we were told. So first of all, you know, they weren't going to re-referee matches. I think that's something that certainly this weekend there were a couple of decisions that were re-refereed weren't they they were re-refereed and um yeah. it wasn't yeah, the, clear the, the, and the, obvious. Arsenal, the man united arsenal yeah and then the clear and obvious in itself fans around me at the amex part of their issue is the time it takes so as soon as it starts taking over and i think the decision with McAllister ended up being over four and a half minutes as soon as it takes over one minute I think all fans start saying, well, it's not clear and obvious then. And and I think that's the problem with the system is that if it's clear and obvious, you should be able to just say in the first minute. And if you can't say it in the first minute and you're still having reruns of different angles, then it's not clear and obvious. Totally. There was Chelsea as well. There was the foul on Mendy, wasn't there? Or supposed foul on Mendy. Yeah, which that was that was a, an absolute shocker. That was a such a bad decision. It was frightening. That's just a coming together of bodies. You know, and he didn't even like put his foot in. It was just like a trailing and there was a, foot. A push on Willock is the is the other one for Newcastle. The push on yeah. Willock. Yeah. Mm. What else can he do? He's get he's getting pushed into the goalkeeper, and it's and it's just a coming together of bodies. I just, you know, and, and I saw I saw uh, Danny Murphy and Alan going absolute Alan Shearer going crazy at the weekend, and and rightfully so. And Danny Murphy made a, a great point about get some ex pros on there because. They've been in the game and they've been in, in them situations that, that at the moment the VAR officials are just, I don't know, I, I, sometimes they don't get it. They don't get I what do it's like I do agree with that, David, but I also have to say about ex-pros that a lot of ex-pros run and look to the rules that were applied for them when they played. So a lot yeah. of them aren't yeah. up to speed with the, with the laws of the game now. Right. Um, and that became evident just with a couple of things that were said. I, I saw a few reactions to that as well on social media. And I, I and I do agree. I think I'd love to see ex-pros. But the fact of the matter is you've got to be up to speed. There has to be a course. There has to be more than just being an ex-pro because you'll yeah. have played oh, no, of course. Yeah, you can't just go in there and own. say this. Yeah, you can't just go in there and start doing it. You know, you've got to, you've got, like you say, you've got, you've got to be up to speed on how the game is ruled. You know, mm-hmm. it, otherwise it would be... Uh, Back in my day, that mm-hmm. would yeah. counted every moment. Yeah, but what? Uh, <laughs> I know you can't. Yeah, you can't. Exactly, you can't be like that. You've got you've got to be up to speed with what the rules are now. Some of the decisions we've seen, you can tell that it's been made by people that haven't played. I know, I know, but but you don't have to play. I know that. But when you look at it, like as I look at it, or even other current footballers will look and say, oh, that wasn't a foul. What's your take on Mendy? Because obviously he went down, but as a, as a fellow goalkeeper, do you think, oh, come on, mate, that you're, you're really milking that? Or what was your personal take on what happened there? He, he can see the ball is not clear, right? So when I used to play, <laughs> <laughs> you would get up. The only thing that would stop you getting up would be if your arm was broken or your shoulder was out. You know, you would get up and try and save it. (laughs) When I look at things like that, I'm thinking like, oh, that's a bit soft. You know, it's like get up and try and stop it with anything, you know, and then get treatment. You know, he he could see easily that the ball wasn't clear, you know, and it had gone to to an, uh, an opposing player. Save of the week with Safe Style. For great saves, you can't beat Safe Style. 
Right, guys, it's time for Save of the Week with Safe Style. And this weekend has been a busy weekend for goalies. Um, you look at Jordan Pickford against Liverpool, who made... Uh, well, I've lost the, the, the amount of times that he made blocks and saves. And, and then even Alisson had a couple as well in the same game. So that was a that was a great game for it. I look at Nick Pope making saves for, for Newcastle doing it the way that Nick does you know without a lot of he makes the save there's no flair you know he, he makes the saves look easy um, who else have I got I've got Gaeta as well he made about three saves um, but my save of the week is going to Bernd Lino for Fulham yeah he made he made a save really low down a fingertip save from Sessignon who would have loved to have scored against his his old club but um yeah he he made a fantastic save it was really low down fingertips and it just went round the post you know Hugo Lloris made some some great saves in that game but they're saves that you know like I always say when I'm watching this when I'm watching saves and things and it's the ones that make me go ooh that was a good one you know a lot of the other ones were were saves that I would expect the goalkeepers to make, you know. But when it's a, a fingertip save and it's just around the post, trust me, that must be as, as close as scoring a goal. You know, saving a penalty is brilliant, but when you make fingertip saves and it makes that little deflection that just takes it around the post, it's so pleasing for goalkeepers and and for Burnley. You know, it's uh, it's extra special because he's he's only just got back in back in the uh, Fulham team, so uh, wouldn't yeah. have expected that. This is the difference between having a goalkeeper, an actual bona fide top goalkeeper, and us that know nothing, because it <laughs> wasn't in my top three. As I was thinking, I was like, where's what, he going? Where's he going? Burt Leno? Okay, yeah. yeah. No, but I do remember who, it. It was very good. Who were in your top three? Pickford, Larice, and Pope. All right. That Pickford one where he went down to the near post and he just got his fingers on it. And it and yeah. that tipped around. Although I guess he wasn't at full stretch. To it. No, so, yeah. he wasn't. Not like Leno was, and I think as well it was how low it was, wasn't it? Because he got to get down so far, I suppose. Yeah. When you think you know, of that, when they make them right, and if they don't get that touch on it where they are, where does the ball go past them? For the Leno one you as know, well. And even with um, if he hadn't have got it yeah. round the post, there were so many on running players. There would have been a follow up. Exactly. Yeah, that was also yeah. And then saving it and putting it into the right area. But with that one of Lino's, his first priority is to deflect it away from goal. And he's got such a fine touch on it that it, it was just, it was perfect. Larice made a save from a deflection that was like a proper, like camera save. And I'm thinking, no, but then I was thinking, yeah, if that, <laughs> if it goes in, you know, he made it look really good, you know, but if it goes in, you would seriously question him. With Lino's save, if that goes in, it's still a great goal. You know, it's right in the corner. You know, it's just the little deflection that he got on his fingertips was was all the difference. Yeah, my save of the week goes to Burnt Lino. That was save of the week with Safe Style. For great saves, you can't beat Safe Style. Seaman Star of the Week. It's time to pick our Star of the Week, guys. So who do you reckon? We're probably all thinking the same one this week. Occasionally you have those weeks, don't you, where you think, ah, oh, it belongs to them. Give it him already, Ivan Tony. It's got to be Ivan Tony, hasn't it, this week? Getting his hat trick, the free kick, the way that he plays. I know that as well, there have now been chats about England again and whether he could be in the frame to go to Qatar. And 
there was comparisons made with Harry Kane and I can see why because we've seen that beautiful pass that he, he played him from Bermo um, in a previous match he's got he can drop back he can do that he can pick out his teammates with passes he's got a really good touch but this was all about the finishing and this is this is what you want from your your striker your main striker in your team and I think yeah Ivan Tony probably just edges it there, there were some other great performances this week I, I must admit seeing Alexis McAllister up close I thought he had a fantastic game and perhaps should have had um, a hat trick had had it not been pulled back that goal. Um, but yeah, I think Tony, Tony for me. Yeah, uh, for me, he's getting really pushed really close with Pickford because he had a, an amazing performance. You know, and like we just talked about, a lot of his saves were in and around him, but blocking, positioning, strength on in his hands as well. You know, like to get the blocks out there, um, but. As much as I was a goalkeeper, I, I would have to go with with Ivan Tony because the free kick was just so good, you know. And, and Brentford do it really well because they they put players in front of the goalkeeper so that the goalkeeper can't see it when he's striking the ball, and that is the hardest thing from free kicks. If you can't see the ball when it's hit, it is so hard to react because it's past you in no time. You know, and a lot of goalkeepers have a little step inside because they're they're afraid of the one going over the top. When you do that, as soon as you make that movement into your goal and leave that top corner free, then if they can hit it, it's always going to be a goal. And and it was done with pace and and quality. And yeah, so star of the week this week definitely goes to Ivan Tony. I know um, to a certain extent he's kind of gone under the radar a little bit compared to your Salas and and a few of the the big name players. But just looking here at some of these stats, the most goals in English football since August 2018, 115 Mo Salah, 112 Harry Kane, 100 Ivan Tony. That's impressive. Mm. Really impressive. And 18 doing out of 18 yeah. penalties for Brentford as well. Who was it was saying that he's he's the best penalty taker that he's seen that Thomas he's Frank. ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he, he he does that. He watches the goalkeeper as well. Even when he does that, he still gets the strike and pace and power that he gets on the ball is really impressive, you know. And he's he's one at the weekend was was because I think even if the goalie goes the right way, he doesn't save it, you know. And then his his little chip was brilliant for his uh, his hat trick. Just love that when he just chipped it over. Did uh, did anyone see his tweet after the match? No. No. He said. Uh, he basically said, oh, "I bet you wish you had taken me out of your fancy football team now." Oh, did he? Oh, brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, perfect. That's all for this episode. We'll be back with a look ahead to this weekend's matches on Friday. So we'll see you then. This is a Listening Dog Media production. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. 
Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.